Welcome to Mr. Brillo's Musings, your weekly update for what's going on in Maroon Team Social Studies. families um, good afternoon whenever you're listening to this one um, you might hear some extra noise in the background uh, I am currently it's about almost quarter after five on Monday morning uh, I'm in my basement I have my dryer going and my treadmill I'm taking a walk on the treadmill real quick um, I, I didn't get a chance to record this weekend it was an insanely busy family weekend I'm sure you understand that so do it when I can right um, so this past week what what a fun week we had yeah, a little bit of unexpected uh, I was out on Wednesday for my little guy he was homesick so I stayed home with him on Wednesday uh, my wife and I like to trade who stays home um, right now she's coaching in season for field hockey so I'm the guy so I was the lucky one I guess we went to them with a sick kid um, so the students really did a nice job with a sub on Wednesday I got great notes back from them I really appreciate that one and they did their first choice in my room where they had to either choose to watch or listen to something but I'll take more on that later I kind of get ahead of myself we also had picture day this past week on Wednesday so what a fun day my video um, I had the opportunity to show probably one of my favorite videos all year um, and on Friday we watched a video uh, it's a TED talk about a five minute version of this TED talk by Rick Elias and it's called three things I learned when my plane crashed um, I don't know if you remember, what is it, Flight 1549, I think it is, with Captain Sullenberger, the movie Sully, where the geese got sucked up into the intake and had to land the plane onto the Hudson River. Well, this movie, this video, is from the uh, passenger in the first row on that flight, and it's absolutely amazing. Talks about what he learned as he thought he was dying and, you know, what's really important to him. So, if you have any time this week, check out the links my weekly updates you'll see um, the video three things I learned by Rick Elias certainly check it out all right on to the American history portion of the update periods one three six and eight um, busy week this week for these kids they're starting to get into the swing of doing and listening less doing more in class and listening less they finished number 17 and number 18 which was all about creating their own thin slides um, it's a way to present massive amounts of information quickly um, and these thin slides we're talking about the road to the revolution things that the British Parliament did and how the colonists reacted and then how those protests or reactions led to change they also took a look at um, number 20 which is what they did the day I was out. They did this one with Mr. Armstrong, who was a substitute in class. Um, they had a choice as to watch a video or read a little excerpt. And it was kind of summarizing everything they talked about their thin slides, but also giving a little bit more information. And it was the first time they had the opportunity to take a look at multiple perspectives, to look at a single event from the point of view of different groups of people. So I asked them to take a look at the taxes and acts passed by the British Parliament and that very famous colonial saying, no taxation without representation. And they were to tell me, well, 
here's what each side thought and here's who I tend to agree with more and more importantly why it was their time to practice formulating an opinion about a historical question and then creating um, a piece whether it was an outline that they wrote for me or a little flipgrid video that would help them explain why they think they do to use historical information to support their decisions um, it wasn't graded but i did evaluate and i am currently going through it evaluating it because it's the very same thing they're doing for their first graded assignment this week which i'll talk about in a little bit so this week coming up this is a fun week for me we are all talking about the boston massacre and eventually the declaration of independence but this boston massacre is a great topic to use to discuss not only primary sources because we're going to look at what happened in boston through the eyes of the people who were there but then also to look at a historical question who's to blame for the massacre and using those that evidence and their reasons right i think i talked to the kids about so much of what i want them to do is be able to see things through multiple perspectives see things through the eyes of the british and the colonists and i want them to be able to formulate their own opinions and use specific details as to why they feel the way they do so this week will be all about this boston massacre and creating their first piece of writing for me that they'll turn in for an evaluation for a grade um, and i think that'll be about number 25 probably um, just so you're aware and it'll be i'll have a little green check mark next to it on my google classroom so you can tell that that's graded uh, but they're they're going to be looking at four different sources which are all linked in number 23 on the Google Classroom. Uh, two pictures uh, and then two pieces of writing and they're gonna investigate those four sources on their own and we'll do a little discussion and then they're gonna write on their own. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do with this one. All right, on to the final class update of the week my period four accelerated social studies um, what a busy week they did their number 16 colonial protest workshop which is the first time i really turned them loose on their own to do one of our uh, hyperdocs and it was hard it was not that the content was hard it was the process was difficult where they needed to learn time management some independent drive if you will um, to try and get things done on time. There was a lot to do, a lot of moving parts. Um, and some of them struggled. Um, and it was a good struggle because they had to figure out, you know, what works and what doesn't for them. So they finished their number 16 colonial protest workshop. It is not graded. Uh, this week I'm going through them and evaluating them just so they can see this is what I expect when they formulate and defend an opinion. Because this week, what we're doing is all about formulating and defending an opinion, the first grade assignment. They also did their first step in what's called the Wildcat Quest. Number 19, um, what are schools missing? Where they talked about if they could learn anything in school that they're not being taught, what would it be? And <clears throat> we'll go into more into this a little bit in the coming weeks, but that's about a year long project called the Wildcat Quest where the students really do one topic that they, they're passionate about and they present about that topic to class. So we'll talk about that more in the coming weeks. Um, this upcoming week, it's all about primary sources, formulating and defending an opinion, and citing your evidence. Um, 
we're going to take a look at a thing called a philosophical chairs discussion, um, where the students will investigate four primary sources about what happened at the Boston Massacre. Then they'll work together as a class to come up with some discussion points, some answers to discussions I give. And then finally, on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, they'll do their own independent writing piece about who's to blame for the Boston Massacre and why. And that will be our first graded assignment of the year. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend.